Welcome to the Sovereign Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Arzu Babri. In this community, we embark on a journey towards self-discovery in order to reclaim our sovereignty and live a life rich in connection, meaning, and purpose. Welcome back, Sovereign Soul Tribe. I hope that each and every one of you is feeling balanced, connected, and ready to embark on another beautiful week. Last week, while I was out and about, I noticed a lot of people were very reactive to the external world, and some of my patients were even saying that they were having very vivid dreams and disrupted sleep. So it seems like many people have reached or are reaching their threshold for stress and if you feel like you are one of those people and you've been feeling a bit off i just wanted to remind you guys to reach out to someone that you trust and talk to them about what's on your mind because you would be surprised at the level of relief you will feel once you share your story and realize you're not alone which will then help you to shift from your logical mind and catastrophic thinking and more so into your heart center, which will help you to feel grounded and at peace. Okay, moving right along to this week's episode, which is one of my absolute favorite things to discuss. I cannot express how important today's topic is, and although it might not seem like it, I strongly believe that if we were to, as a collective, recognize the impact of what I'm going to discuss today, we would solve half of the chaos in our lives. So today's topic is all about masculine and feminine energies. Now keep in mind, these are energetic states that we are talking about, which represent a frequency of existence. And each and every one of us possess both masculine and feminine energies, regardless of our gender. These energies can show up very differently in terms of the proportion in which we express them and the various qualities that we tend to fall back on based on familiarity, comfort, and survival instinct. And an example of this in terms of imagery is the yin and yang symbol, where within the dominant white, there is a small hint of black, and within the dominant black, there is a small hint of white. This simply shows that you can be masculine energy dominant and still hold to a much less lesser degree the feminine energy and vice versa. You can be feminine energy dominant and still hold a small degree of masculine energy. Now let's bring in some examples within human physiology to make more sense of this topic as well. Now men and women are different right down to the cellular level and we see this at the functional level of every organ in the body. In terms of hormones in the body, in men, the primary sex hormone is testosterone, but men also have very low levels of estrogen and progesterone. While in women, the main sex hormones are estrogen and progesterone and to a much lesser degree, testosterone. The interesting part is that these hormones are influenced by the exact same chemical messengers from the brain, which are often LH and FSH, but in men, these chemical messengers are influencing testosterone levels and the development of sperm, while in women, the exact same hormones are impacting estrogen levels and the development of follicles. 
Now, too much testosterone in women or too much estrogen in men can cause a variety of health-related issues. So the levels of these hormones need to be maintained for homeostasis and optimal bodily function. So just based on those two very brief examples, you can see how all of us can carry both the masculine and feminine energies, but can express them very differently. And the expression of these energies can be physical through our actions, it can be mental, emotional through our thoughts and beliefs, and it can be our dominant energetic state that shows up as the frequency that we naturally embody. Our personal expression of these energetic states develops in response to certain life events, which most often include minor or major traumatic events that end up resulting in an imbalanced expression of these energies, which often shows up as one dominating over the other or a rigid and set expression of the shadow side of these energies. And if all of this sounds very unfamiliar, don't worry because I'm going to be explaining all of it today. So let's begin by defining both the masculine and feminine energies and what they embody in their most sacred form. So masculine energy is associated with structure, action, reason, logic, and strength. It is linear in form. It is stable and focused. It is also disciplined, aware, and confident. Masculine energy is all about protection, giving, freedom, independence, survival, integrity, and valor. It is represented by the right side of the body, but the left brain, which again governs logic. The masculine also represents adventure, loyalty, and fast-paced action. It feels through accomplishments, works best through challenges, is single-task focused, rigid, firm, and assertive. In terms of elements of nature, the masculine energy is represented by the sun, light, fire, spring and summer, and yang energy. And tying this back to hormones, the main functions of testosterone are sperm production, sex drive, bone mass, energy, muscle size, and strength. Testosterone rises in the morning and falls throughout the day. So you can see how this primary male hormone is very much in line with the masculine energetics as well. In that testosterone is linear in production. It is responsible for all the hard structures like bone and muscle and its action and drive focused. Now the feminine energy is natural grace. It is divinity and it is the divine adornment of humanity. The feminine energy represents love, spirituality, delicacy, radiance, sensitivity, creativity, graciousness, gentleness, and dignity. It is a quiet and soft strength. It represents our inner beauty and magnetism. The feminine energy is flowing and dynamic, so it cannot be predicted or explained by logic. It is circular in form, nurturing, receiving, and also surrendering in quality. The feminine energy is represented by the left side of the body, but the right brain, which governs intuition. It represents empathy, sensuality, and affection. It feels through love, works best through encouragement, is tender and flexible, and it's based in slow-paced action and patience and wisdom. In terms of elements of nature, 
The feminine energy is represented by the moon, darkness, water, autumn and winter, and yin energy. Tying this back to hormones, estrogen and progesterone play a very harmonious role together, and they are responsible for ovulation, the lining of the uterus, mood, fertility, and the cyclical nature of the female cycle. They rise and fall throughout the course of a woman's cycle, which on average is about a month. So you can see here, even the female hormones represent nurture, warmth, and all of the softer structures like the uterus and the breasts. So just with that brief description, I'm sure you have an image in your mind or a feeling in your heart of what each of these energies represent. Now, the interesting part is that each and every one of the qualities I mentioned has a shadow aspect. So again, regardless of your of your gender, you can be in a state where you predominantly express one energetic state over the other. And to further complicate things, you can express some of these qualities as a shadow aspect or be an excess or deficiency of one or more of the qualities that I just covered. So with that, let's talk about how these energies can show up in their wounded shadow form because it's actually the misuse of these energies that results in all of the negative attributes that we often hear men and women being associated with which most of them are very demeaning and i don't really want to feed into that because i'm sure you guys already are aware of all the negative stereotypes that exist so the wounded feminine is can be rooted in People-pleasing behavior, self-sacrifice, sexual imbalance, codependency, spiteful and jealous behavior, lack of worthiness, lack of boundaries, a constant need for external validation, insecurities, victimhood, oversharing, powerlessness, and compromising on your integrity. The wounded feminine can also show up as a very emotionally imbalanced um, feminine that seduces or manipulates to feel power. The wounded masculine, on the other hand, can show up as dominating, forceful, and toxically independent. There is an inability to relate to others, destruction instead of protection, overthinking, controlling, demanding, a fear of failure, and attachment to success. The wounded masculine will have tendencies towards aggressive behavior, cold and distant behavior, defensiveness, and a hypercritical personality. And they might also manifest as a need to always be right, a lack of trust, and most importantly, emotional unavailability or feeling very closed off and reactive to the external world. So now that we have a very basic understanding of both the sacred and wounded manifestations of both the masculine and feminine energies, let's talk about how these energetic states can come about. So let's say as a man, you grew up in a family where men were viewed as being superior to women, or there was some level of verbal or physical abuse that either a female family member experienced or that you endured yourself, which can result in a variety of core wounds and beliefs, but one major way that this can manifest is you might fall into a wounded masculine energetic where you always either use your strength and power to dominate over others or having been subjected to the abuse yourself you may have completely lost your sense of personal power and end up feeling too afraid to express yourself in an assertive or confident manner 
Now, as a woman, if you grow up in a similar dynamic, you may internalize that to mean that being a feminine woman is a sign of weakness. And in order to protect yourself from the harsh world, you need to always be in your masculine energy. Now you won't know that you are acting from your masculine energy per se, but what will happen is you will be heavily drawn towards and identify with the qualities of protection, independence, and rigidness. So now you become masculine energy dominant, even though you identify as a woman. And there's so many other examples of how these energetic states can manifest. And I'm sure you guys can think of many, many more. So furthermore, these wounded aspects can become dominant through damaging relationships as well, whereby let's say a man feels like his love and affection was taken for granted or misused in a previous relationship or that he was subjected to some form of manipulation or belittling, whereby he now completely disconnects from any form of emotional availability or even trust and connection to females in future relationships. And the same goes for women as well. If they by any means felt unsafe or damaged and abused in a previous relationship, they will then feel as though they need to constantly step up in their masculine energy as a form of protection. What we've seen for centuries now is a complete lack of awareness of the sacredness of the divine feminine and the divine masculine energies with a complete disregard to how they are actually perfect, equal and compatible counterparts due to that joint higher energy they create through union. Instead, what happened is that we fooled women into thinking that by acting like men, they are given a sense of power, which stripped women of their feminine essence and the unique power that came with that. And the feminine qualities were viewed as weak and subservient. Therefore, we collectively began to misunderstand and suppress the feminine, which resulted in women operating from their masculine and men being dissociated with the essence of the feminine. And to complicate things even more, the male population was fooled into thinking that all of the wounded masculine qualities were admirable in the eyes of society. So we have men that are completely disconnected from their sacred masculine energy and living a life in overdrive with very damaging behavior in terms of intimacy and sexuality. And oftentimes we see a lot of men suffering from substance abuse because they're simply trying to numb themselves of the feelings that they were taught to suppress. Instead of protecting the feminine energy, we see a lot of men in a very domineering and abusive role. So instead of this perfect harmony of the yin and the yang, the light and the dark, protection and nurture, we have both men and women operating from their often wounded masculine energy. And instead of being perfect complements, there's a clash in the energy in that many men are now stripped of their masculinity and both groups are competing for sameness. Now, a very important point that I want to make here is that a lot of these behaviors are not only based in personal traumatic experiences, but many of them run as deep as ancestral trauma, especially for women, because we often see a lot of women who've never even been subjected to abuse have a very deeply ingrained fear of it. And there's a lot of ideas around inferiority that run deeply within the subconscious mind. And I've decided that I'm going to come back and elaborate on this whole concept in a future episode because I don't want to digress too much from today's topic. 
Now, a statement that I have heard far too often, and I'm sure most of you can relate to either having expressed yourself or have had friends express this to you in the past is the statement that there aren't enough real men and women in this world, which will very much seem like the case if both sides are meeting each other from their wounded aspects. So instead of being polar complementary forces that magnetically draw each other to one another, you're instead repelling one another because it's an energetic clash and you're meeting a wound with a wound. So you can see if these energies were to work in harmony together through the masculine energy of protection, strength, loyalty, and valor, the feminine can freely express her beauty, love, intuition, and nurturing side, leading a man back to his heart and soul, and most importantly, to his source. Now, in terms of disease, men are most commonly affected by cardiovascular disease, which energetically is symbolic of that disconnection from their emotions and their heart center. They're also impacted by liver and lung disease, which in Eastern medicine links to anger and grief and inappropriate expression of either of those emotions. And men are more vastly impacted by Parkinson's disease, which involves low dopamine levels. And dopamine is the neurotransmitter often associated with reward, motivation, pleasure, and motor function. So very interestingly enough, all of these areas of health demonstrate either ignoring a certain aspect of self or overindulging in another and many of them are associated with the masculine energetics now in women conditions that are far more common are breast cancer and reproductive conditions which both energetically speak to that disconnection from their femininity and autoimmune disease which is a destruction of the body from within that can be spiritually linked to a lack of worth and embodiment and women are far more impacted with mental health conditions such as depression and anxiety whereby again we see women having moved from their intuitive heart center towards an overactive logical masculine mind so these are just a few energetic spiritual links to the manifestation of disease and how that shows up within masculine and feminine energies and the imbalances that can exist between the two and the reason why i bring this up is because i have seen several times now in a clinical setting where a patient's physical presentation of symptoms can be very strongly linked back to an energetic imbalance as well. So depending on the system of the body that's being impacted, the side of the body where the symptoms are showing up, their overall demeanor, behavior, and language, and some of their childhood experiences, I might dig a little bit deeper into that story and provide them with an additional understanding of what might be going on in regards to their concern. So I find that often patients really strongly resonate with that and it gives them an additional layer of healing in conjunction to all of the things that we're doing to fit, heal the physical body. So that really encompasses whole human healing in that we aren't just a physical body and there's other aspects that can be addressed as well. And the final note that I want to leave you guys with is I heard something last week that I feel so compelled to share with everyone. And it was a video that I had run across where a man was leading a group of other men and he was giving some sort of a speech and he said something along the lines of, if you create an atmosphere of safety for your women, she can unleash herself and her emotions. And I thought, okay, he's on the right track here. And then he said, 
and she can release her neurotic nature, which is a part of the feminine as well. And a few of the men laughed about that. And he continued on with this lecture. And I thought, wow, this is so dangerous because here's a man under the guise of enlightenment and knowledge spreading such misinformation. And I'm here to tell you guys, neurotic or hysterical behavior as women have been so wrongly labeled with is absolutely not a part of the feminine. This is a part of the wounded feminine quality, if anything. And there are so many reasons why someone could be manifesting that behavior within themselves because of the story that they've gone through. And it's so, so, so deep. But that statement that that man made really upset me because here's a man in a position of authority teaching all the wrong information to impressionable men who think they are there to learn something valuable and to gain some sort of enlightenment. And honestly, I may have to come back and do a complete separate episode on this, but I want to leave you guys with this. I say this with full conviction. If you are a woman and you want to learn about the art of femininity and the divine feminine, you can only really truly do this by connecting with feminine spiritual teachers and guides, ones that fully embody the essence of the feminine. No man on earth can tell you about the experiences of being a woman. They can talk about the general qualities and attributes, but they are no, there is that's not an accurate representation of the energetic embodiment of a real divine feminine who is fully in her power. They can only speculate about the experience of this. And the same goes for men. If you want to learn the art of sacred masculinity, connect with men that are walking that path and maybe do a little bit of your own research because some could be per spreading misinformation. So just be really mindful um, about the information that you're receiving. So I just felt like I needed to share that with you guys because there are a lot of people using various platforms to spread information. And so if you are being introduced to brand new concepts, approach them with a very open mind. And like I had mentioned in a previous episode, listen to the resonance of the words and see how it makes you feel internally. And if it makes you feel off, it's either because intuitively your soul is telling you that there's something off about the intentions of the person who's speaking or it's potentially challenging your ego because it's triggering a deeper wound. And that comes through experience and having worked through your wounds and recognizing your triggers, then you will have a better ability of discerning between the two. So with that being said, let's move right into this week's episode prompts. So prompt number one is, in which areas am I neglecting my sacred feminine or sacred masculine energy? Prompt number two, what are some of the real or perceived blocks in my ability to express these energies? And prompt number three, what areas of my life are impacted due to my inability to step into these energies fully? All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Sovereign Soul podcast. And until next time, enjoy the rest of your week.